This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We the people have been beaten over the head, stabbed in the back, and taken to the cleaners this week. In a week that should have been the beginning of the end for the Biden crime family, We've instead been misled, misdirected, and manipulated into believing our biggest threats are Donald Trump and white people. Coming up tonight, I will crown my losers of the week. Then, Senator Marsha Blackburn joins me with her take on the Biden crime scheme, the border invasion, and more. And last, you know, I've got some final thoughts. The show starts now. You know, this has been a week from hell for all of us who still give a damn about truth, integrity, law, and order. It's also been a week chock full of losers, but I've selected three that deserve special shame and utter humiliation. But before I crown my losers of the week, I have to crown my winner of the week, the legend, the man himself, the winner who not only dominated that town hall, but CNN as a whole, Donald J. Trump. When they went to the Capitol, and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers. Why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> so, so if you look at on January 5th, the day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. Stay peaceful. This was the day before. Uh, if you look, January 6th, this is at two, before 2.30. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. But what happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. Manhattan jury found that sure. you sexually abused the writer E. Jean Carroll and defamed her. You've denied this. But what do you say to voters who say it disqualifies you from being president? Well, there aren't too many of them because my poll numbers just came out. They went up. Okay. <laughs> this woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy, John Johnson. He was a newscaster, a very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be Afri African-American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow it to put that in. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. I was and impeached funded. by a crazy woman named Nancy but Pelosi. But the question here is, would you... The man is a legend, and boy, do I miss him on my television screen in my White House. My God, the man utterly owns CNN, and of course, the left today is absolutely melting down over it. So another win for Donald Trump. But now on to my losers of the week, a very different category of human being. First up, a loser duo, Adam Lambert and Charlize Theron. 
I don't know if these two are actually stupid and can't read legislation, willfully ignorant, or purposely misleading their millions of fans and followers to cover up for grooming and pedophilia, but the end result is still the same. Take a look at these two losers and pedo cheerleaders falsely and deceptively claiming drag queens are under attack. Drag is an amazing way to, to, to bring light to the world. And these lawmakers are terrified of just how brightly we're shining. They're using children as an excuse to take one more thing away from us. If they cared about children, they would care about all children. These laws could be very easily manipulated in order to target and punish people in our community. We love you, Queens. We love, love you, Queens. We're in your corner, and we've got you, and I will f anybody up who's like trying to f with anything with you guys. It's really, in all seriousness, there's so many things that are hurting and really killing our kids, and we all know what I'm talking about right now, and it ain't no drag queen. Because if you've ever seen a drag queen lip sync for her life, yep. it only makes you happier. It only makes you love more. It makes you a better person. Anyone, and I mean anyone, who advocates for adult males shaking their junk in front of kids is either a pervert or a pervert enabler because there is no third option here. But the fact that these sickos raised over $500,000 for this is repugnant. If criminalizing the sexualization and exploitation and grooming of kids offends you, you probably belong in jail, period. I swear, I really don't know where basic decency has gone in this clown world. And here is another example from where else communist TikTok. Not only does TikTok melt brains, it melts ice cream in the mouths of degenerates. Here is a resurrected viral challenge wherein juvenile delinquents, well, you'll see. Good, baby. Good ice cream. Let me taste it. Let me taste it. All right, Ariel, put it back. Ariel, put it back. Anybody else pretty pissed off that for a good two years at least, we were told we couldn't even breathe air without a mask, and now nincompoop imbeciles are running around grocery stores licking ice cream and putting it back? But let me guess, this isn't dangerous. This is probably just social justice or reparations or something else. My bad. There is no right and wrong anymore. There's just wrong, more wrong, and more on. Which brings me to my final loser of the week. Secretary of Homeland Invasion, Alejandro Mayorkas. Listen to this man just lie and lie and lie. Let me be clear. The lifting of the Title 42 public health order does not mean our border is open. In fact, it is the contrary. We are making it very clear that our border is not open, that crossing irregularly is against the law, and that those who are not eligible for relief will be quickly returned. Irregularly crossing, meaning illegally crossing, just in case you didn't pick up on that one. But folks, if you don't believe me that you can't believe him, well, just take a look for yourself. Does this look like operational control to you? Does this look like a closed border to you? What he is doing or not doing goes beyond ignorance, laziness, or even dereliction of duty. It's treason. And he and every one of those losers in the Biden administration should be impeached and removed. And if not for this, for the dozens or in Biden's case, $10 million worth of other criminal activity and negligence they've overseen.
Those are my losers of the week, and quite frankly, they all make my stomach churn. But still ahead, I've got Senator Marsha Blackburn on deck with her thoughts on the border invasion, the Biden crime family, and her latest effort to protect kids. That's next. For weeks, for months, for years now, members of the mainstream media have been ducking and weaving all the Biden corruption smoking guns. But yesterday, House Oversight and Congressman James Comer delivered what should be a knockout blow to the Biden crime family. Joe Biden's son, Joe Biden's brother, Joe Biden's brother's wife, Hunter Biden's girlfriend or Bo Biden's widow, however you want it to write that, Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Hunter Biden's current wife, and three children of the president's son and the president's brother. So we're talking about grandchildren, a grandchild. That's odd. Most people that work hard every day's grandchild doesn't get a wire. $10 million that we know of divvied up between nine Biden family members, including a grandchild, all from foreign nationals. This family should be over. This president should either be impeached or resign in shame. But sadly, we live in a clown world. And sadly, this family might just get away with it and get away with it $10 million richer off the backs of you and I and our national security. Joining me now with her take on that and so much more is Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn. Senator, it's always so great to have you. It is so good to be with you. And looking at this Biden family, Tommy, it's almost like you need a chart to follow all the money from all the different Chinese groups that was sent to all of these different over 20 different shell companies. And then the disbursements that were incrementally made from those shell companies to different members of the Biden family. It is astounding that they built this tangled web during Joe Biden's presidency, and Hunter is the one who's been the lead on all of this, and that the money just seemed to keep on coming. It came for years, and I think that's what concerns me the most. This isn't a one-time thing, and maybe this foreign entity wanted to get something, and so they gave a little money, and they didn't get anything in return, so they stopped sending money. No, they got something for this because they kept sending money. You don't just send an entire family millions of dollars if you're not getting something in return, but I fear, Senator, that we're never going to find out what part of our national security was sacrificed, sold down the river to enrich the Bidens? And now we hear that that file that James Comer told us about last week, that file from that whistleblower that detailed this bribery scheme linking it to the then vice president, Biden, now the FBI doesn't want to relinquish that. They don't want to comply with the subpoena. So, Senator, are we ever going to get to the bottom of this and know the truth? My hope is that we're going to get to the bottom of this and that we're going to know the truth because the American people deserve to know the truth. Tommy, we have to realize we are a government of, by, and for the people. We are not a government of, by, and for the Bidens. And the Bidens have seemed to think that this is something that is there for them, for their benefit. And it seems that Joe Biden's brothers, his children, 
uh, his sister, uh, the nieces, the nephews, the grandchildren. It is their family business, Biden Incorporated, and it is working through these foreign entities. Bear in mind, they are not manufacturing anything. They are not a company that is working in technology, innovating, and creating products. They are probably the top grossing influence peddlers in the United States. Well, they certainly are. And I think the American people are so frustrated because we saw something very similar with the Clinton Foundation, and they were never held to account for that. Now we've got the Biden family. It seems like every Democrat that comes into power is able to take advantage of our country. And meanwhile, they're still going after Donald Trump and his family that have legitimate businesses, hospitality, golf courses around the world. So that's what's so frustrating. And there's so many things this week that are frustrating me. But speaking of Donald Trump, Senator, I have to ask, you. Did you watch the CNN town hall last night? If there was ever a reason to watch CNN, it was what we saw last night. Did you catch any yes. of it? You know what, Tommy, I was working last night and did not have the opportunity to visit with it or to see it. But I, you know, when I talk to Tennesseans, they will tell you they were much better off under the policies of President Donald Trump. And they would like to see us really continue with the policies of President Donald Trump. And I know you've heard it in Tennessee. People will say, I've got too much month left at the end of my money. And they liked it during Donald Trump when they had a little bit of money left over at the end of the month because wages were higher. They were growing inflation was uh, at 1.4% when he left office. You could go fill up the car and spend $2.30 a gallon or even sometimes less than that. And you could afford to do things with your family and for your family. I want to turn now to another dereliction of duty by this current administration, and that's what ha what's happening at our southern border. And, Senator, I know you've been down there. I know that you're as concerned about this as I am and probably just as infuriated by what we're seeing right now. The official end of Title 42 is today. But let's be honest, 6.3 million-plus illegal immigrants since Biden took office. This was already a mass invasion. But I'm wondering, we've already seen, and I know last summer we saw those midnight flights into Middle Tennessee with illegal immigrants on it. There's a lot of people coming in. Tens of thousands are going to come in this week alone. Are any of those people going to be flown or bust here to Tennessee? We would certainly hope that they're not going to be bust and flown into Tennessee. Tommy, you have about 20,000 people a day that are going to end up hitting this border starting today, tomorrow, every day going forward. You have tens of thousands that are camped along the route. The cartels last year brought people from 176 different countries to that southern border. My understanding is this year already, you've got people from about 120 different countries. These cartels are big, wealthy, global organizations. Think about that. These are not people from one or two countries coming. All over the world, 
the cartels are big, wealthy, global organizations. And right now, the only people benefiting from this are the cartels. They are making hundreds of millions of dollars every single week. And they're doing it because this administration is allowing our immigration law to be thrown out the window. They're opening our border. And this is something that does have to stop. They have to block these people from coming into the country. And it's going to be so interesting to see what they're going to do when these surge numbers escalate. Yesterday, 11,000 people came into the country, a record high, a record high. We've never had that many people illegally cross our border in a single day. So it shows you what direction this, this is coming. And when we look at Tennessee, and most of the towns are under 20,000 people, it is like a typical Tennessee town coming across that border every single day. When you look at the number of individuals, think of it that way. So we're going to be very watchful to see what is happening with these flights and with these buses and where people are going to be sent when they come in. I find it so interesting now that some of these um, communities like Westchester County, Long Island, uh, people that have said, oh, we're a sanctuary city, we believe in an open border, and now that they are talking about sending some of the migrant population out of New York City to these communities, these communities are certainly trying to block that. Yeah, no wonder. And again, if you are a sanctuary city or state, you set yourself up and your constituents have voted for this. But I know here in Tennessee, we certainly have not. So I know that you're going to keep a watchful eye over it, but I think there's going to be a lot yeah, of Tennesseans. And you know, Tommy, yes. And I would encourage your viewers, they can follow me on social media. We are monitoring this uh, in real time and keeping up with things. So if they follow me at Marsha Blackburn, on social media, we'll be continuing to post all throughout the weekend. We certainly appreciate that. You've been so good about keeping us in the loop about what's happening here in the state and making sure that we're safe. Another group of people that you're working really diligently to protect is kids, especially kids online. I know that you have a new kids online safety bill that you're very proud of that is so important. Can you tell my audience what exactly that's going to do to protect their young ones when they're online? Yes, and I've worked on this for years. Senator Blumenthal has joined with me on this. We have 33 members of the Senate that have joined with us. It is highly unusual to get a third of the Senate on a bill as an original co-sponsor, but we have done it. And the Kids Online Safety Act will require social media platforms to design for safety. It has to be safety by default. It would require them to open their black box algorithms and make those available to parents, to kids, make them available to third-party researchers. It would set up a portal so that parents that want to report 
videos or postings that encourage harmful self-harm, harmful content, um, put children in touch with drug dealers or pedophiles or is a cyber bullying, then parents can report this and it gives a shot clock basically for on social media so that they have to remove that content. And what we know is that our children are the product when they are online. These platforms are collecting data. They are data mining them. They are marketing back to them. And Tommy, they are being exposed to things in the virtual space that we would never allow them to be exposed to in the physical space. Things such as alcohol, tobacco, pornography, drugs. So this puts that due diligence on social media to basically clean up their act. Well, I love to see that because for so long we've wondered why conservatives are censored online, but the exploitation and sexualization of children largely goes untouched, unnoticed, and unhindered. So that is a big concern, and I'm so happy to hear that this is really a bipartisan effort to protect kids online. I mean, if we can't protect our own kids, I don't know what much of a country we have left. Senator, thank you so much for spearheading this, for always looking out for Tennesseans, looking out for Americans. We certainly appreciate you, and we're looking forward to having you back here in the volunteer state pretty soon. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you, Senator. Still ahead. We've been lied to over and over and over again, and I'm not done with the Biden crime family just yet. I've got some final thoughts. My fellow Americans, you are being lied to, manipulated and played for fools. And the people who are lying to you, the Democrats, the media, our intelligence agencies, are working together, colluding together to destroy the only man with the stones to take them all on. Yesterday, thanks to the relentless and diligent work of Congressman James Comer, Senator Grassley, and House Oversight, we learned what we've already known for months, if not years. The Biden crime family, which I will heretofore refer to as the Biden scamly, received $10 million that we know of from foreign nationals, including entities attached to the Chinese Communist Party, and did it all through an intricate web of shell companies. Nine Biden family members received these wire transfers. Nine. But the Bidens want us all to believe this is all on the up and up. That the crackhead and the rest of the scamly did some kind of professional work to earn these millions. Weird, because one of the recipients was a grandchild. What did the grandchild do to get this money from foreign nationals? Better question, and let's cut the BS. What did Joe Biden do to get his family paid? What did the big guy do and what area of our national security did he sell out to line the pockets of his family members and likely himself? What policy decisions were made or withheld to keep that money flowing for years? Is there a reason a Chinese spy balloon was allowed to traverse our nation for a week before it was shot down? Is there a reason we're now committed to the endless funding of the endless war in Ukraine? All legitimate questions that should have been answered long ago and would have at least been asked if the so-called journalists given access to Joe Brandon had the guts, the intestinal fortitude, the integrity to do their jobs. The media is complicit and so are our intelligence agencies. 
We know, thanks to a brave FBI whistleblower, a file exists linking Joe Biden himself to this criminal scheme involving money for policy decisions during his vice presidency. But surprise, no surprise, the FBI refuses to give this informant file to Congress. Refuses. This document allegedly includes a precise description of the scheme and its purpose. But get this, acting assistant director of the Bureau's Office of Congressional Affairs, Christopher Dunham, wrote to James Comer on Wednesday, informing him that the Bureau had to be mindful of executive branch confidentiality interests and law enforcement responsibilities. Are you flipping kidding me? Why are our law enforcement and national intelligence agencies running cover for the Bidens at the expense of our national security? If Biden sold out and is still selling out our country to make a buck and the FBI knows it and they won't comply with the investigation, they are also liable. They are also treasonous. They are an accessory to the crime. Let's think about that for a moment. Our agencies that we fund with our tax dollars would rather cover for Joe Biden and his scamly than protect and defend the interests and national security of the United States of America. What ought to happen is the FBI should be held in contempt and have all funding frozen until they hand over the document, plain and simple. The only man that tried to drain the swamp is being dragged through the mud, raked over the coals, nailed to the cross by those same agencies. And I wonder why. Because a Trump presidency means this crap they continuously pull has an expiration date. Who the actual hell can we trust anymore? Bill and Hillary did the same crap with the Clinton Foundation. Democrat crime families run roughshod over this country as the media continually runs cover right alongside our intelligence agencies. This is an abomination. If Bill Clinton can be impeached for having an affair with an intern and Trump can be impeached multiple times for BS reasons, then why the hell can't Joe be impeached for selling out our national security to line the pockets of his scam family? I am so sick of being lied to, aren't you? Those are my final thoughts. Be sure to catch the entire show exclusive content on OutKick's YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. From Nashville, God bless and take care.